0: Welcome to another episode of the Sports Mecca Podcast. I'm your host, Stephen Abramo. Today, I have the opportunity to speak with Syracuse University women's hockey player Tatum White. Tatum, I appreciate the time today.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, for sure. So we're really going to start off this episode really talking about how your off season's been like. I know the first regular season game of the 2022-23 season uh, started in a couple weeks, but what's kind of led up to this point?
1: Yeah, so all throughout the summer, um, I was really just training hard at home. Um, I was on the ice about five days a week, um, as well as in the gym, so that was good. Just getting me ready to come back for the season um, while we've been here for the past couple of weeks, getting prepared for our upcoming game this weekend. Um, it is exhibition leading into the regular season, um, but we've been obviously training hard and on the ice here as well. So it's been good.
0: Now, what have like the the practice types been for the team? What have you done like for drills individually that's been helping you You'll know, stay conditioned and stay in shape?
1: Um, Yeah so throughout the summer really um, I did a lot of like skill work um, but it was just me and a few other people on the ice at once so that's kind of where I got my conditioning in um, as well as in the gym and since we've been here um, the gym has pretty much been just lifting and then on the ice we're getting that conditioning aspect in and just breaking it down really into a lot of the skills and components of hockey that make up our system so really just breaking it down um, to the basics just to build a good foundation for heading into the season.
0: Continuing on the subject of off season, you ran a youth hockey camp this summer in your hometown of Kingston, Ontario. Um, Talk about that, how, how that was and, you know, what were you able to learn from that?
1: Yeah. So um, the past couple of years, I've actually been coaching in a couple of tournaments throughout the spring. Um, So I thought I'd just kind of branch off that and, Being from Kingston and just growing up playing hockey there, I thought it was a great opportunity for me to just share my knowledge and um, share what I've learned from the game to the younger girls that are growing up in the path that I was once in. So um, there's not a lot of female coaches around the area in Kingston. So I just thought I'd step out and see if there was any interest. It being my first year, I didn't expect much, but there was a great turnout and all the girls loved it.
0: What was the turnout like? How many girls?
1: Um, So I did two separate weeks. Um, There was a U13 group and a U11 group. There was about 25 to 30 kids in each group.
0: Now we'll, we'll get into this a little bit later on in the podcast, but did you have that um, same opportunity or same privilege to like when you were a 13, 12, 11 year old to, to get mentored by college hockey players, uh, namely, you know, players that were on the women's team?
1: Yeah. So actually, Jana Hefford, who is also from Kingston, she's a huge name in women's hockey. Um, she did some camps while I was growing up. I unfortunately was never in one of them, um, but I know a lot of my friends were and they really enjoyed the experience. But having all my coaches growing up being males um, and seeing just the college athletes that grew up in Kingston, I really had respect for them and really wanted to follow in their path as well. So I think just me giving the younger girls the opportunity to really be coached by those those college athletes that I never really got the chance to um, was just something that I was really looking forward to.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now, Syracuse as a team, uh, you guys went 15-11-6, lost to Quinnipiac in the NCAA tournament. What do you think you kind of, uh, as a team, did well, and what are things that you are trying to focus on as a team to to improve? Um, as the 2022-23 season starts?
1: Um, I think a big thing in hockey isn't just the physical game. Um, It's a lot of mental game and as well as team culture. Um, So we've been really focusing on that this year. Um, We have a lot of core values set up and just playing as one. We're all individual athletes, but we're nothing if we're not a team together. So um, just really focusing on the aspects that aren't always physical of hockey. I think that's what's going to give us success this year
0: what are those core values?
1: So we actually just came up with them uh, as we do have our new coach, um, Brittany Smith and assistant coach, Megan Quinn. So um, we kind of reevaluated our core values and culture and we really honed in on that recently. So uh, we decided to have five and the acronym for that is I choose choose culture.
0: Okay. Kind of creative. So, you know, similarly, just as I mentioned about, you as a team are trying to focus on to improve yourself. What's a part of your game that you want to improve on the most, you know, entering your junior year?
1: Honestly, I can always get better at everything. Um, I think something that I am fairly good at is shooting the puck, um, but something I might want to work on is my agility and kind of just my east west skating. I do tend to think that I'm a fairly fast player, but just being quicker in those tight areas is something I can always improve on.
0: Now, you uh, you are a forward, have you always played that position? And if not, what other positions do you play and then kind of what gravitated you to, uh, towards the position you have now?
1: I have always been a forward. Um, growing up, my dad was my coach um, and he was a forward when he played as well. So. That's just kind of the position that stuck with me. Um, I never really tried playing defense, looking back on it, maybe when I was younger. um, I wish I kind of would have, but I'm happy where I am now. And just having the ability to play either center or both wings, I think that's a really good aspect that I have, even just playing my off wing. So I really focused on playing forward my whole life, and I've kind of become versatile within that position.
0: Now, you were able to increase, if you look at the stats, From your freshman year to sophomore year and then from the sophomore year to junior year, you know you've been able to make that little bit of a jump in your points in your goals and assists do you watch different types of film or do you watch you know, do you talk to coaches or talk to your own teammates about like how you want to increase as a forward increase those goal scoring uh, opportunities
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I think a lot of it has to do with confidence. Um, Like I said, hockey is not just a physical game. So just being confident in myself. And like I said, I think my shot is one of the better aspects of my game. So just being confident that I can shoot the puck and hopefully it'll go in sometimes. So I think also just focusing on driving the net more. Um, I think at this level, goalies are too good. Players are too good to be shooting from you know, the tops of the circle. So just really like using my size and getting into the tight areas to be able to get the shot off, I think will really help me out this year.
0: Now, as mentioned, you grew up in Kingston, Ontario. Um, Talk to me about the hockey culture, what it was like growing up there.
1: Yeah, so like I said, um, my dad was my coach for the majority of my minor hockey career. Um, I played in Kingston my whole life. So Syracuse is the second team I've ever played for actually. And then once I got into my midget level years, um, so about U16, U17, 18 um, I played for the PWHL team in Kingston, and that was not coached by my dad, that was coached by Troy Sweet. Um, the culture there was kind of just very open and just play your own game and be creative. So I think a lot of um, my mental side of the game, kind of reading the game and seeing the ice, um, a lot of that has to come from the culture we had in Kingston where you can just play your own game and be creative
0: so the culture there wasn't real was it a really competitive culture was there were you like one of many 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 youth girls that were trying to to vie for a spot to compete in college
1: yeah so um a lot of my friends that I made growing up again just playing in Kingston my whole life just people from that area Um, There is quite a few of us that have moved on to play U sport and division one hockey, but I think compared to like the bigger cities like Toronto, it may not be as competitive, but we still do have a a wide variety of girls who have made it onto the next level.
0: Would you say Canada is the hockey capital of uh, the world? Would you say, would you say so from, from growing up there and playing?
1: I may be a little bit biased, but yes, I do think that. Um, I think, especially in my town, just the hockey culture and the hockey community is, like, so connected there. Just going to the rink, I just feel at home, and I know everyone there. Um, Everyone just has the same love for the game and same same goals and aspirations as each other. So just being in that environment is awesome, and I think Canada is all the same throughout.
0: Now, did you have the chance to compete in a lot of – tournaments or or leagues in the United States
1: um so one opportunity I did have to compete in the United States um was actually for the under 18 hockey Canada team in the series against Lake Placid so I did have the opportunity to play in a three game series there um that facility is just so great the story behind it the memories behind it so it was an honor to be there and a part of that um but aside from that other tournaments I've played is like the Naha Classic and stuff like that, just minor hockey tournaments all throughout my career.
0: You would still say that the competition in Canada was was better than the ones that you played in the U.S.?
1: I don't know about the competition. I think the States do have um, a lot of good minor hockey teams growing up, but I think just, just the culture, the hockey culture in Canada, it's everywhere. It's all around, so I think just the hockey culture brings us all together in Canada and it's just one big family.
0: (laughs) Yo, there are many events coming up in the world of sports. It'd be great to be in attendance for such. Where can we get tickets? SeatGeek. You see, SeatGeek is an app that can help you find the best seats with the best deals. SeatGeek shows you different tickets available with green being the best deals, being the hot deals. The best part is it shows you where you'll be sitting at the event. If you use the code sportsmecca, you could get $20 off your first purchase. Get your seat at SeatGeek today. Now, you talked a little bit about how you got coached by your dad. Was he really the first person that really integrated you with the game? And what was that like when you first started to, to work with him?
1: Yeah, so actually, it's an interesting story. Um, My dad made me play hockey. So my first year of hockey ever, um, we made a deal. He said, you can play one year. If you absolutely hate it, you never have to do it again. But if you like it, you can continue playing. And obviously, I just love the game. I'm so glad he did that. um, Because he's a hockey person. He came from a hockey family as well. So um, just him giving me the opportunity, even if I didn't want it to come play hockey, because it's what I absolutely love to do now. And He's always been my biggest supporter, and he knows the game very well. So all the tips and uh, uh, information he gives me is just something I take with me and everything I do on the ice and off the ice.
0: What are some tips or information that he has given you over the years?
1: Um, just little skills, really. I mean, growing up, him being my coach, he was the one that kind of taught us everything about hockey, uh, myself, and then the girls around me my age in Kingston just – um, being on that team growing up, so just the little fundamentals like D zone coverage, forechecking, just introduced all of that to me. As well as now throughout the summer, I still work with him on the ice, and we just develop little skills, offense, defense, all around.
0: I'm interested in hearing your answer for this. You know, we the only other hockey player we had on uh, competed for Bemidji State, and she said that she grew up uh, she grew up in Minnesota, and she competed a lot with boys in her uh at the age between like 10 to 16 and she really had to get used to that and eventually you know she branched out to playing with 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 girls but did you ever have that experience of playing with boys and if so how was that
1: um so I mostly played girls hockey growing up um I played for the same organization all the way through Um, I did have the opportunity to play with um, a boys team a little bit so that was an interesting experience. I think I was probably eight or nine back then so it wasn't too much different. No one really cared who you were girl or boy so Um, but even now like just this past summer I was on the ice with my brother and all of his teammates and um, people his age just on the ice all the ice I could get I was out there so um, doesn't really matter who I'm on the ice with, but having the opportunity to skate against the boys, even at this age level, um, it just really pushes me.
0: Speaking of, of boys, we'll kind of transition to a little bit of the, just a little bit of the NHL. Um, is there a professional you know, hockey player in the NHL that you've enjoyed watching? Maybe it's a forward that you try to try to emulate your game after.
1: Yeah, so although I'm not a Leafs fan, um, I do look up to Austin Matthews for sure. Um, I just really respect his game, and I think I can learn a lot from it. Like I said, my shot is probably one of the better aspects of my game. So just the way he releases the puck and how hard his shot is, just I can learn the little details from him by just watching.
0: Has hockey been the only sport that you've played uh, as a child or growing up?
1: It is, yeah, Um, I never really played any other sports, maybe a house league soccer game here and there um, throughout the years, but um, I really do wish I would have branched out a little more. Um, Having worked at summer camp this year, I know a lot of the girls are playing soccer and they're playing baseball. And I just am really promoting that to them Um, because as much as hockey is a great game and I love spending every minute of every day living and breathing hockey, Um, it is good to have some time away from the rink here and there and just having something else to keep you active and keep you in shape while you're away from the rink is just awesome.
0: You know, most college athletes that we've had on, whether it's, you know, hockey players, football, baseball, most of them have come from a background of playing multiple sports. And eventually, you know, they had to pick one of which one they wanted to play. But, you know, they've all talked about each of the sports have been transferable into where they are now. But, You know, I'd like to transition a little bit more to your college recruitment. You obviously, you know, you're at Syracuse. Um, What point did you realize that you wanted to play college hockey? And type the offers came your way when you were in high school?
1: I think it was before I went to the PWHL League, um, So in Canada, it's called Bantam Hockey, which is, I believe, U15. So in my Bantam years of hockey, I knew I wanted to play college hockey. I wanted to play at the highest level I could. Um, I wanted to continue playing for as long as I could. Um, So having those opportunities to play in different tournaments at that age, um, the recruiting process was a lot younger back then because uh, that new rule wasn't in place yet. So um, heading into grade eight and nine, I was already in contact with schools and my summer after grade nine is when I toured most of my schools and had some offers. And ultimately, Syracuse is where I decided I wanted to be. And so I committed verbally and then eventually signed, and I couldn't be happier with my choice.
0: Were you looking, I guess, for schools that were relatively close to you, like in the New York, East Coast part of the United States, um, or maybe parts of Canada?
1: Um, not necessarily. Um, I just wanted to go to the school that best fit me i'm not I'm not someone that tends to get homesick easily. so um, proximity and location was not not an aspect for me, and it just happened so that I'm about two hours from home. so that's just a bonus of where I am.
0: When you first arrived on campus after you know you had you spent all your time in Kingston, um, was was there a person whether it was like a current Syracuse hockey player, um, professor, whoever, that really helped guide you along uh, your first year at Syracuse?
1: Um, We do have a lot of very good support staff for our team. Um, And coming here, obviously, as a freshman, I was quite nervous just getting into the the big school. You know, university is a tough transition, but just all our support staff, um, my coaches, our academic coordinators, um, just people around campus, my teammates were very supportive and helpful. Um, so just all the resources we have throughout our staff and community here at Syracuse really helped me.
0: Absolutely. What would you, what What advice do you have for a lot of the young girls that are, that are still on Ontario or, you know, different parts of North America who have aspirations of of playing hockey, whether it's, you know, continuing at a youth level or playing at the college level?
1: Um, I think for the girls that are aspiring to play at college level, um, I think working hard is your your greatest asset. if you you can have all the skill in the world, but if you don't work hard for it and don't work as hard as you can every second of every day, the skill isn't everything it could be. So, um, I think just also playing the game for the sake of it, for the sake of loving the game, for the passion you have for it, don't get so caught up in the recruitment process and Don't get stressed about schools maybe not being interested in you right away. Again, if you work hard, it will come and just make sure you're enjoying the game throughout the whole process because that's ultimately why we all play.
0: Absolutely. Um, Do you have any social media outlets or other ways that people who listen to our show can, can reach out to you or contact you?
1: Yeah, I do have an Instagram and a Twitter. They are both Tatum underscore white with two E's at the end of white. So um, you can get in contact with me there and follow along my process here at Syracuse and this season.
0: Excellent. Well, Tatum, I wish you the best of luck for this upcoming season. And once again, thank you so much for coming on.
1: Thank you for having me.